Well, hey, everybody, welcome to Made for Mondays. I'm so happy that you're here, that the couple of minutes you give us each and every Monday, whether this is on your drive, whether this, uh, whether you're at work, whether you're just at home, um, or you're going on the long walk from, you know, your bedroom to the living room for another Zoom call, <laughs> welcome to Made for Mondays. My name is Justin. I serve as your host or sometimes our speaker. Whatever it is, uh, we're just happy you're here. Can you do us a favor? Can you take a moment to subscribe on your favorite podcasting site? That way you get the automatic download as soon as these go live early in the morning on Monday morning. Um, But it also assists us in ensuring that we continue to put out great content, uh, able to know exactly who's here and prayerfully give you exactly what you need. If you ever have anything you want to talk about, ever have anything that you have a question about, you can email us at revjrlester at gmail.com. And that way we'll follow up with you, we'll engage with you and push you as well. I want to acknowledge two books that we have out that you can go ahead and grab if you want to. One book is called Necessary Endings, Uh, Some Things Need to Die for You to Live. And I wrote that book um, simply giving you four mindsets that I believe need to die for us to lean into fully who we can be. And that's Necessary Endings. Then another book I have is a book called Brown Dad, Brown Boy, Brown Basketball, where my son and I detail the morning routine of a toddler and his father giving light to the father and son relationships out there and really highlighting how powerful and how awesome it is to have great fathers in a home, if I say so myself. (laughs) Welcome to Made for Mondays. Today we have an amazing guest today. Her name is Dr. Paige Cooper. Paige is from Duke University. She is the director of BioCore. She's responsible for designing innovative and practical programming for both the academic and professional development of the needs of graduate and undergraduate scholars. Uh, Paige went to Uh, Spelman for her bachelor's, and then she went on to Washington University of St. Louis to complete her PhD in molecular cell biology. She is a legit, beyond legit person, a beautiful gift to the kingdom, a beautiful gift to the world, and I'm so happy to have Paige with us as we continue our journey of learning and gleaning from our brown and wonderful black sisters. And so take a moment and, like I said already, go ahead and subscribe, but get ready for a great conversation between myself and Paige Cooper. Now remember, these were recorded on Zoom, so the quality may not be the best, but the information is the right for you. We'll come back at the end for our affirmations and go on about our week. Have a wonderful week. Now let's jump into our conversation with Dr. Cooper. And today we're happy to have with us Dr. Cooper, hanging with Dr. Cooper. Um, and um, one of my wife's best friends. And so just an amazing, amazing blessing to the world. And um, reached out to Paige. She's doing amazing things all the way down at Duke. And I think she'd be a blessing to all of you just to hear Dr. Paige Cooper. Hey, Paige. Hey. Um, thank you, Justin, for having me. This is actually a really, really cool honor. So I'm, I'm glad to be joining you. Oh, yes. And you're a leader. That's why I love doing this and just the work you're doing. And you have an awesome Twitter page and a lot of awesome GIFs. And so, uh, <laughs> yes, that is, that is my, that is, that is definitely a me thing. GIFs are, yeah, that, that's me. <laughs> hey, so tell us a little bit about you. So who are you? What do you do? And how did you get to where you are? Yeah, so, um, My name is Dr. Cooper and I am a scientist by training. I have a PhD in cell biology. 
Um, and I currently direct a program called BioCore, which is at Duke, um, and I support um, underrepresented STEM PhD students and underrepresented being students who um, come from a background or identity that is not commonly seen among scientists. And it's it's a privilege um, to kind of work with students to walk through the path that um, I have been down myself. So you're, I'm assuming then just hearing from that, so you, you see a lot. So like injustice on a level that, um, <laughs> I don't think a lot of us, how do you- You're in trouble Justin now. <laughs> <laughs> how do you keep yourself sane with, not just what I assume you see, but like based upon even what you just said, how do you keep yourself sane in terms of supporting those students and then probably being in the middle sometimes of, right? So how do you keep yourself <laughs> sane and uh, in the midst of you being you and also supporting others as they're trying to be themselves? Yeah, so I think um, something that I kind of learned the hard way um, is to make time to separate work time and page time. Um, and at the beginning, um, I was trying to conquer it all, be everything to everybody. All the students need me right now. Okay, right now, here I am for you and you and you and you. And it, I wasn't giving my best to them. Um, and it was, of course, burnt out and had nothing to even give to myself. So um, definitely having a separate time um, and kind of making an end of the day for me, where I do things that are important to me as an individual, um, and then getting back at it, and then, yeah, got separating separating the, the work time and page time is, is a huge thing that still growing in, definitely still growing in. How do you turn your mind off? Because even as I see the, the blanket behind you, Right. Yeah. So I'm assuming there's a lot of thinking, a lot of reading, a lot of conversations. How do you get to a place where you can turn your mind off to live into page time um, after you have a long day of not just leading others, but also leading yourself and a lot of reading and writing? How do you, yeah. how do, you do that? Yeah. So um, I think one thing that makes it, I won't say easy, but makes it easier is that I really love supporting students and so when I am full it is no problem for me to give to others and I get I get satisfaction from that mm -hmm. um, so when I'm less full I think the way that I turn my mind off is making sure I go hang out with friends um, or um, just trying to get support from others when I know I'm, I, I, don't, I don't have any more to give, um, like trying to reach out to other people who I know have my back and, or, or are in the role, similar roles that I am and trying to get advice from them about how to, how to make the separation. And so, um, again, I'll say I'm still growing in this, but for the most part, I think making sure that particularly on the weekends and stuff like that, that I don't check email. I don't, I don't, you know, ooh, just real quick answer this email because, you know, that's a slippery slope, particularly when that's in my, that's what's in my heart to do. Like it just, it just kind of starts into one email, then the next one, and the next one. And so really trying to make sure like I, on my phone, like just small things, I don't have notifications mm -hmm. um, from my work email gotcha. at any time. And so I have to 
I have to consciously like open the app in order for my emails to start uh, flowing through. And um, yeah, I think that that's one big thing um, is just trying to make sure that I set some boundaries and small things like apps and going to hang out with friends and like not opening the work email over the weekends and things like that are and then you know I mean Netflix is every Netflix is great um and you know I love I love to eat and stuff like that so there's there's stuff to do outside of work and so making sure I make time to do those things is is part of how to turn it off for me that's wonderful. Thank you. So what would you say, Paige, to someone trying to get into your field um, um, and to get to where you are today um, and to, to be in the space you're in be, and to do the work you're doing? What would you say to them or how they can get in there, um, habits they need to develop early um, to, to withstand all the blows they might get um, in the yeah, so I would say for people who are interested in being a scientist, even if you're middle school, high school, um, there are opportunities out there. Um, and actually, if, if most of the people watching are at Cognitive Street, like there's Brown down the street, there are opportunities um, that are that are available. And so Google is our friend, um, and taking high school opportunities for research. Um, you'll be amazed at the things that you can find. Um, and there's teachers um, and for college students, um, I think that is talking to your advisors um, and um, career counselors. And for graduate students, I think that each level up, there are people who are available to um, help out. And um, one thing I think people should really be aware of is that there are plenty of great people who are willing to help you out along the way if you're willing to ask. Okay. And I think that's a huge, huge piece. Even if it's maybe a little bit embarrassing or a little fearful, I don't know this person, there's some awesome people that will be willing to help. And I will, I'll put a plug right now. If anyone is interested in STEM or higher ed, um, I'm happy to um, be a first point of contact and kind of guide you in some people that you may be willing to reach out to, um, but gotta take the steps. Um, and so in terms of habits, um, I think working hard at what you do and following through with the things that you say you will do particularly as you're trying to connect with people um and you know they give you a piece of advice nothing is um more of a factor for disinterest if you know i say hey you know it's great to talk with you i think you should reach out to john bob and then we meet a week later and i'm like oh did you reach out to them like oh no i didn't do it i was and so like you start like okay well like i'm trying to give you ideas and suggestions and so like following through with the things that you say you're gonna do um, is really important um and you know time management and asking help where you need it that's huge i i science no science asking help where you need it is that's the quickest way to where, wherever you're headed. Yeah. Um, Let me ask this too, Paige. Thank you for this. Because um, that irritates me as well when I tell them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting there texting them like, hey, man, I got this person coming and they're all excited to mentor someone. And then you yeah. all up, I got, oh, I just got busy. You didn't get busy. You got on Twitter. <laughs> um, <laughs> right? Paige, communicating, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To 
so growing up for me personally, I, um, I, so I, I began to love like chemistry and, and physics and things like that. Right. But I, and I played football and I was afraid to say like, I had a love for chemistry and physics mm-hmm. After college. I still had that love for, for that stuff, but I was afraid to say it. Um, I think one of it was skin, skin color. One of the other part was being athlete, like all this type of stuff. How, can we, and what are things that you would even say to break through the stigmas of being in your field and being a scientist? Um, because I just, I just remember growing up like that, right? And I wish, I, I loved studying and reading and like trying to figure things. I loved that, but then it was just, well, I play football and like, why you, why you love going to lab or why you love doing this? How can we break through those stigmas for people who have a passion like you have Mm-hmm. Um, and care about this and are, are something awakens inside of you um, in your field. Yeah. So, um, unfortunately, well, okay. So what I'll say is I think a lot of the onus right now has to be on those supporting the students who are interested in those things. So yes, there's a level of the students being willing and able to be vocal about the things that they're interested in. Mm-hmm. And then the follow-up to that is, you know, you don't know where you're going as a, as a young student. And so, being able to have mentors and people who will support them along the way, whether they look like them or not. Um, And I think that comes from, you know, teachers um, in the classroom and noticing that there's a student that has um, an inkling or like, it's just really good at picking up the, the concepts that are being learned and kind of finding opportunities for them to continue to grow in that area. Um, and then on the college level, um, I think particularly for students of color, a lot of it is people taking the time to guide them towards opportunities that will expand their knowledge, the student's steps. And so that's, n- not always on the student. Um, and so part of why I like the role that I'm in is because I have now gone a little bit further, when I do see those students being able to pull them aside and be like, hey, you know what, you should apply for this, or let me nominate you for that. Mm-hmm. And that that kind of um, sponsorship yeah. um, and or um, just being willing to encourage them in that direction is, yeah. is huge, is huge, yeah. huge, huge. Um, so there's there's a lot of like like I said there's there's so many programs out there paid programs um, like for students to get paid to learn how to do more of what they're interested in it's just a matter of them being able to find them either by themselves or with the help of others and so yeah I yes speak up as students um, or as young people about the things that you're interested in but then yeah some of that is going to be on on parents, on teachers, on those who see that in them, um, encouraging them and helping them find opportunities that can nurture that. Yeah. Wow. Thank you, Paige. Thank you for that. What, what, um, what advice then for where you are right now, right? So what you're, the season of life that you're in um, and all the things that are going on in your life and everything, what is the best advice that you're receiving um, or best advice that you're owning right now that you're applying in your life? Yeah. Um, do stuff afraid. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I am, I have always been someone who's like, I want to get it just right before I take it to anybody, show it to anybody, do anything. Um, and so being willing to ask for opportunities, um, to speak, um, or be on a podcast. Um, I didn't ask for this one, but I am <laughs> grateful. Um, but just, 
being willing to put myself out there, even if, you know, sometimes I doubt myself a little bit, doing it, being okay with doing that in fear, um, because I know that I have something um, to offer, um, and and my heart is that I can reach more students, um, what have you. So I think being okay with operating in fear is is a big thing for me right now. Wow. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Paige. Thank you for your time. This was uh, this was awesome. You guys, I pray you guys were blessed by this. I think Paige is a, a gift, not just to the body of Christ, but also to the world. And uh, I think I pray you guys hold on to this and that all of you. So Paige, we have a number of um, engineering students and um, from Brown University um, at our church, as well as from PC and from Johnson and Wales too. So it's just really cool to see that. And I've been, um, there've been things we've been talking about, about doing just like, as I'm trying to imagine the future about augmented reality, artificial intelligence, like it's really cool. And, um, and uh, so it's just really great to have them. And that's why I thought you'd be a blessing um, beyond because like, you, you've been successful at what you do. And uh, I pray you guys are blessed by Dr. Page. So Page, how can someone get in contact with you um, using social media or anything like that, if they wanted to follow up with you and to and all of that? Yeah, so um, the best way to reach me um, via email is page, P-A-I-G-E dot Cooper, uh, C-O-O-P-E-R at Duke dot edu. Um, and then I am on social media. I would say the Twitter, Twitter is where I spend most of my time um, and like have some tips or like pass along programs and stuff like that. And I am at hanging with Dr. Coop, well, hanging with Dr. C. Um, I'll have to. Yeah, clearly, I, clearly, I'm not good at shouting out my own little hashtag. That's fine. Um, yeah, like hanging with Dr. C is my um, is my handle um, on Twitter, and that's typically where I'm passing along information. So those are those are probably the two best places: email and Twitter. Well, thank you guys for joining us um, on this conversation between me and Paige Cooper. I pray you guys are blessed immensely by who she was, what she shared, and what she encouraged you to be this week. We'll say our affirmations and go on about our week. Um, next week, I'm super excited to have the CEO of Inquire Hire, Sister Ashley Choir, to be our special guest on next Monday. So please definitely join us next Monday as we dive deeper and continue to move our movement in learning and gleaning from beautiful, wonderful, our black sisters. I'm so happy to have them. And I pray there's something that's said and pushes you to be all that you possibly can be this week. Will you say affirmations with us? Just simply repeat after me. Say, I am me. I can be me. And no one will stop me from being me. You have a wonderful Monday. You were made for this. Mondays don't own you. You own your Mondays. Now go in. God bless you.